Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. 388 page finding from this independent counsel. Yeah, right, my ass. He was not independent. I'll get to why I say that. You look at the pages. Now, I haven't read all 388, but I read a handful enough to tell me what's up with this report. Let's point out one right here. It's not our role to assess the criminal charges pending against Donald Trump, but several material distinctions between Trump's case and Biden's are clear. Unlike the evidence involving Mr. Biden, the allegations set forth in the indictment of Trump, if proven, would present serious aggravating facts. Why is the independent counsel even bringing the case on Trump's docs into the investigation into Biden's docs case? One doesn't have to do with the other, I don't think. Well, because he knows he's going to be immediately called out for perpetrating a two-tiered system of justice. Because, look, Dan, Joe Biden literally stole these top secret and classified documents when he was a senator and vice president. He had no authorization whatsoever to remove them, unlike President Trump, who was president. Right. He Presidential took them immunity. from his place. He chucked them into his garage in boxes that were falling apart. Anyone could have and probably did have access to him. Imagine how many Hunter took with him hmm. on his weekend forays to just to entertain his friends. This is total insanity. But the good news is it's the best campaign commercial Donald Trump could have ever asked for because it describes Joe Biden as essentially incompetent to stand trial due to his cognitive decline, yes. severe cognitive decline. And guess what? If he's not competent to stand trial, how the hell is he competent to serve as president of the United States? That's the question everyone's going to ask now. This is Donald Trump's, this, this is a favor from the heavens for him. This, be careful what you wish for, Joe, because this report just took you out completely. All right, welcome back on this Friday. I was in reference to, in case you didn't hear, that uh, they wrapped up the documents case against Joe Biden. And naturally, you know, it was okay for Joe to do it, but wasn't okay for Trump to do it. It's They're not comparable, uh, from at least if you start to read the report. Uh, I don't know how they're not comparable. I mean, they, they really aren't, you know, in a sense, because Trump actually did have the right to have those documents. He had the right and the authority to declassify documents. So he should be allowed to have a bunch of, a bunch of whatever he wants over there. Barack Obama, every other president before him did. It wasn't a problem. And Barack Obama seemed like he kept a warehouse full of documents. Uh, but, uh, Joe Biden actually did not have authorization to have any of those documents. And yet he's going to get to uh, skate on by, get a free pass as they always do up in Washington and they're still going to try to uh, go after Trump for the very same, not really the same, but for what Biden did as well. Because if anybody's innocent in this, uh, Trump is the one that's, that should be innocent right off the rip or presumed innocent right off the rip because you're the president. And if you say they're declassified, then they're declassified. Uh, Joe Biden had nothing there. So uh, it's stupid. 
just stupid. It it just, it just shows you, you know, uh, what what's truly going on here. And I, and I just you get to a point where if people can't see it, you know, that's on them. Um, Tucker Carlson came back, did an interview, dropped last night. I did not watch the full two hours. I have to be a hundred percent honest with you. Uh, I you want to talk about busy? Yeah, busy, busy would be an understatement. I'm having all kinds of uh, issues, uh, work and and everything else, and it just there's not enough minutes or hours in the day. So I did not get to um, see that. I wanted to see that with Putin. I started watching a little bit of it, maybe watch only 15 or 20 minutes or so of it. Um, but I couldn't get full uh, through the two hour episode, but hopefully this weekend I'll get a chance to sit down and watch it and, uh, and see what's going on there. I, I'm curious to hear what Putin has to say. I would take what he says with a grain of salt. I'm not, I mean, this guy's ex KGB. I mean, he's the Russian president. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say he's probably the most honest fella you ever uh, listened to, but I still am with what he had to say. Um, Donald Trump, he, he had a busy day going on. I mean, besides the Joe Biden documents and everything, you know, what's going on in the Supreme Court with states trying to uh, take him off the ballot, which ultimately that's going to get overturned and he'll be back on the ballot because you can't say that. Because then do you realize the chaos that would ensue from that, that you're going to have red states that say, well, we're not going to put Joe Biden on the ballot. You're going to have blue states that are going to say we're not going to put Trump on the ballot. And then it's just going to just be a cluster mess when it comes down to election time. And God knows who's going to get elected and, and how it's it'd just be a disaster. Uh, so um, th- that's going to be overturned. This is just a waste of time. These are just Democrats uh, throwing a pitch in a fit and throwing a fit and tamper tantrum because they don't want Trump on the ballot there. And so they're doing everything that they can and trying to use words that they don't even understand. I don't think half these people even understand what an insurrection is. And they're trying to go over there and fight for something and say that he broke certain laws and shouldn't be able to run for president. And at the end of the day, guess what? He's going to be able to run. I mean, not run, but he'll be able. He'll be on the ballot. Let's put it that way, and not, he'll be able to run. Obviously, he's going to run. I apologize. My brain's uh, moving a little bit slower than usual. <laughs> yeah. Have the have that moment where you catch yourself thinking about something, and your mouth's wide open, and you're staring at the uh, wall, and then you realize what you probably look like, and you're like, "Good lord, I probably just look pretty pretty rough right there." Yeah, I mean, I'm having one of those moments. Um, the Democratic Party, uh, this is an update on the how they have hemorrhaged the black and Hispanic support over the course of Biden's tenure. According to a new Gallup poll, and this data was published on Wednesday, it shows the substantial advantage that Democrats uh, previously held over Republicans in terms of black Americans in general and uh, Hispanic Americans between the ages of 18 and 29 Uh, And that number now has diminished by almost 20% in the last three years, according to their poll. And that's going to be very bad uh, for Democrats in the election. Democrats still have a 47% advantage over Republicans with non-Hispanic black adults. Uh, But this is the lowest lead that the party has held since 1999, with the majority of the drop drop occurring since 2020. It is fell from 66% according to Gallup. So they've lost 19. Uh, Democrats lost 11% and Republicans gained 8% which uh, with this Democrat during this three-year period. Moreover, Democrats now have a 12% lead with Hispanic adults over Republicans, which is the lowest level since 2011 according to Gallup. 
So Joe Biden, because of the way he is running the country, uh, pretty much is pissing everybody off (laughs) is what it seems like. Uh, I truly do hope that black Americans, Hispanic Americans are waking up and realizing that the Democratic Party doesn't actually serve you. They really don't. Uh, They are uninterested in you. They use you to get your vote so that way you could keep them in power and they can keep um, stealing power from you and stealing your freedom from you. But uh, at the end of the day, they don't actually care about you. If you truly take a step back and, and really try to look through a neutral eyes, you will see that the Democratic Party, what have they actually done to help you? All you're going to see is the pain that they caused you, the house of pain that they built around you. You're not going to see any help because there is no help. Yeah, I mean, sending out little stimulus checks and nonsense like that, that's not any help. That's not help. I mean, you give somebody 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 2,000 bucks. Oh yeah, that's great for about, uh, you know, a day. And then you go blow it all on a bunch of worthless crap. And then you're back in the same position. Nothing has changed. Your life has not, your life has not improved. But then the Democrats want you to come up to them and pat them on the back and tell them how great they are and just keep voting for them. They, They don't actually do anything or make any significant changes in your life because they can't, because they won't, because they're stupid. They don't care about you. So I, I truly hope that at some point here, you guys will all kind of wake up and smell the roses and see what's, what's actually going on. I'm not saying every GOP member is, you know, the best person on the planet either. But if you go by philosophies and strictly philosophies only, your democratic philosophy is flawed, your liberal philosophy is flawed, and it doesn't lead to anything good. Whereas a more conservative uh, values... You know, they are designed to actually help you. And if you look up the difference between the two and you read it about it and study it and understand it, you would understand what I'm talking about. <sighs> you have no many time you have no idea how many times I have stopped this recording and started over. I'm gonna just tell you this and be brutally honest <laughs> because I have messed up my words or I have yawned probably I don't know, twenty times. In the last 10 minutes of this recording. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's unbelievable, but I'm just burned out. So is what it is. Uh, Illinois legislation would increase the distance solar farms could be near housing. The bill uh, at the Illinois state house would increase the distance solar farms could be placed from homes. Currently commercial solar energy facilities can be located, can be located within 50 feet of a home and 150 feet from a multi-residence but proposed legislation would increase that to 500 feet. State Representative Anthony DeLuca, he's a Democrat in Chicago Heights, sponsored this bill, which is House Bill 4135, and said many residents in his district don't want to live next to a solar farm. Gee, I wonder why. We don't, we don't know what the health concerns might be of the solar farm. We don't like the way that they look. We're concerned about how it might impact their property values, DeLuca said. Those are the three most common concerns that I hear. Well, let me tell you that, DeLuca, I agree with you. You don't know the environmental impact and the harm that it's causing. You don't know long-term what the, what the potential medical problems could be from them. Uh, And yes, they are hideous to look at because it's a bunch of these solar panels and under them is a wasteland. It's just dirt in a wasteland. There's there's nothing attractive about it whatsoever. So would that harm your property value? All I know is if I'm going to buy a house, 
I pull up to the house and the house is beautiful and we go inside and everything looks lovely and I'm just noticing that the back windows are always closed in the house and I can't see out back and we're going through the tour of the house and I say, hey man, you know, I want to see the backyard. What's going on in the backyard? How come all these windows are closed? And then when you open them up, I see a, uh, you know, acre, two acre, 10 acre solar uh, panel field. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not interested in buying your house anymore because I don't want to look at that crap every day. And it's amazing what what we don't know. You never know what you don't know until you know until you find it out. Uh, I know that solar panels, what is you what they use inside of them is considered hazardous waste. So uh, getting rid of them, you can't even landfill them. You're not even allowed to landfill them because of what comes out of them. So they have to be processed as as a waste. What what are the impacts that it's going to have on people that are around them or that close to them? There's no long-term studies. Nobody really cares. Um, but, I, you know, like cigarettes. You know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, whatever it was, you know, you'd have cigarette commercials. Yeah, I remember seeing all the ads around when I was a kid. You know, Cool Joe, Camel Joe smoking a cigarette, the Marlboro Man. We all saw them. Nobody thought nothing of them until the Surgeon General warning said, cigarettes cause cancer, cigarettes cause cancer. Then all of a sudden you see them getting stripped off there and then they start doing the complete opposite and telling you don't smoke and they're showing you all the people that have been, their body has been devastated by smoking and that that are, you know, uh, obviously people that's pretty heavy smokers for long periods of time and uh, the side effects that they got from it. But just like they didn't know about that in the past and then they caught up to it, I'm sure solar farms are not going to be much different. What you don't know today, give it 20 years and they start figuring it out and we'll wait till all the lawsuits start flying because of, uh, for a variety of reasons. God knows what they'll be, but I'm sure it'll be for a variety of reasons. Yeah, the ugliness of them is a big concern, but also your def- it's deforestation. I mean, you, you have to flatten this land to, to do that. So you're removing all the trees and in case all the tree huggers have forgotten, you know, photosynthesis there, the leaves help clean the air. So you're replacing, you're ripping all those out and you're putting all this, these toxic panels that are absorbing sun that are less than effective at energizing anything. Uh, so I, yeah, th- there's a lot there. You know how I feel about solar panels and stuff. I, I, I Look, I think it's a great idea. Do I think we should work towards green energy? I've always said this. Yes, I do. I think that we should get creative. We should get inventive. I, I think we should have the best minds working on this. And when you get to the point where you find a power that is sustainable, that we don't need fossil fuel, that can we can live life, not only the way we live it right now, but you know, at, at 10% the cost of what we pay right now because it's so cheap and easy to make and it has no impact on our environment and you, you shut one power off and start the other power up and it's like a blip, nothing ever happened, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to back you 100%. The problem is you're selling me a pig in a dress. I don't care how much lipstick you put on that thing. I don't care how much blush you put on it. I don't care what kind of dress you put on or little shoes you put on it. It's still a warthog. Okay. It's still a pig. And it, it ain't, you know, how, how pretty you try to make it look, it's still a pig. Okay. You guys are trying to sell me something that's not real. Your wind farms, they're not real. They're, they're, they're barely producing enough energy to sustain themselves. Solar, solar panel farms hideous deforestation you're actually hurting the environment when you're supposed to be supposedly saving the environment uh so i actually agree with this guy uh keeping them 500 feet away do i think that that's far enough no i don't think so no i i don't i don't know again i don't know and he brings it up here which is 
smart thing to bring up. I don't know what impacts that could have on you. You don't know what's going to do to your body. How, who the hell knows? You know, I mean, you know, God knows everything causes cancer nowadays. I mean, you're going to tell me 20 years from now that if if you if you lived within 150 feet of a solar panel farm, please call Rogan and Rogan. Yeah, we can get you whatever amount of money you want because that's why you're dying of all kinds of cancers. Am I wrong? <laughs> We're going to be hearing one of those commercials in 20 years. Yeah, you know, who the hell knows? But these guys, they keep pushing it because. You know, it's, it's less about energy and more about control, which you know that, and I know that. It's just, it would be nice if everybody else would catch up at some point here. I saw Laura Becker um, posted a video, and it's this little boy. I don't know how old he is. You know, from the, the picture, from what I see, what he looks like to me, I'm going to go with maybe 10 years old. He's somewhere between nine, ten years old would be my guess. Uh, and in the video, he is—he's got long hair and he's wearing an Adidas sweatshirt that's uh, you know like um, a girl girl colors, girly colors. Uh, and apparently, uh, he's on here talking about you know being yourself, and he can't believe that people uh, don't want you to be yourself. And his mother is actually on here uh, telling him, his own mother, that uh, he was wrong. He, she's telling him he was born in the wrong body and the world hates him for it. I, I mean, when does this type of crap stop? Because this a, this is a mother mentally abusing this child. Do you think that this child came to any of these conclusions on his own? This is the mother putting this crap in this kid's head. This is the mother convincing this kid of something that uh, maybe he would have never thought of as an entire life, uh, but because she's telling it to him and feeding it to him every day because she wants to be popular on social media because it's her wish, not his. She's going to do this to him, and this poor kid's going to be screwed up the rest of his natural life. Look, there needs to be laws against this stuff. I'm not. I don't. I'm not, I'm not proposing that we need a dictator because we don't. If you're, I don't, I don't need no dictators around here. But what I need are sensible people in Congress and I need the people that are voting for the people that are getting into Congress. I need them to pay attention and see things like this and stop being afraid to speak out and say, Hey, that's wrong. Uh, If he comes to this conclusion naturally when he's 18, after 18 years old, and that's what he wants to do with himself. So be it. You're an adult now. I don't agree with it. You know, I'm certainly going to pray for you, but if that's the path that you choose, that's a path that you choose and you got to walk down it. Uh, but up until that point that this literally is child abuse, how this is not being called out as child abuse. I have no idea. They're going to tag parents for less than this. Now, I, I don't, I don't remember, you know, uh, vividly the details of what Glenn Beck was talking about on Thursday. Uh, but he had a couple on who's, uh, I was in and out and it sounded like an adopted, uh, daughter, um, with her parents and said she was sick and ended up going to the hospital and then talked to the nurse and she's at the hospital. And I don't know, she probably, somebody explained how to do this to her or explained to her how to do this to, to get past her parents. Um, started talking to them about transgenderism and she wanted to have a, a double, um, uh, the, uh, the word has slipped my mind here. She, she wanted to have her breast removed. Um, and the parents said, absolutely not. You address her by her name of birth. We're not doing that. Well, 
uh, Department of Children and Family uh, came in, and, and this is in the state of Montana. They come in and they remove her, and they end up ultimately sending her back to her adopted mother, or I mean, her real mother that wanted nothing to do with her, that she barely knows, to Canada, where their laws are much more la- relaxed than ours are, but they're much more strict on the parents as far as like uh, treatment when it comes to doing these types of procedures and all this transgender crap. So. I, like I said, I didn't hear the whole thing, but it's amazing that they're going to take a kid away because you won't provide these radical surgeries and these hormone blockers. And just as we were talking about solar panels, God knows what it's going to do to these kids later in life that you, you're refusing to do that because you said, no, I, I don't care that society's convinced her that it's trendy and it's cool or whatever the hell it is. We're not giving it to her. That's considered child abuse. But this this turd on here with her son, got him with long hair, dressing up like a girl, feeding him all this crap and making him believe that he's something that he's not and can never be. That's not child abuse. That's okay. There has to come a point where we get sensible people that put together really solid bills that are that everybody agrees on, that all your common American agrees uh, agree on, that we get them passed and we can stop people like this. Because I guarantee you this is less about the boy than it is about the mother. I guarantee you this is the mother's moment. She's a megalomaniac and she wants to be famous. So this is what she's doing. She is getting fame for herself using her son. He is the, he's the lamb to be sacrificed for her selfish wants and desires. I guarantee it. No nine or 10 year old comes to this conclusion on their own. I've never met one. I'm sorry. I'm in my mid forties. I've never met one. Never met one child that would actually come to that conclusion on their own. That And, and, be that educated on it or not even educated, but just know that much about those situations because most parents, you don't let your kids see crap like that at nine. Okay. And it's not because I'm Christian. I don't, and it's not most parents. If you're paying attention to what your kids are watching, you don't like them watching all this crazy stuff when they're nine because they're innocent and it's too much for their brain to handle. So you don't let them watch it. This is not that complicated. I just hope that at some point, you know, we, we just, return to a, a, a sane place in the United States at some point. I don't know when that's going to be, <laughs> it's just, but I hope at some point we get there. My hand is so swollen. My palm is so swollen. I know this is like totally nothing to do with anything, but I'm sitting here and it's, I'm just staring at my palm while I'm talking to you. I uh, was ratcheting down my wife's suburban to transport it, um, and uh, you know it was it was uh, I had one of the the uh, straps uh, tangled and it was the wrong way, so I needed to pull it out to to redo it. And if you give you somebody that strapped something down, you know what I'm talking about. When you leave it all twisted up and bind it up, you're just asking for problems. You got to unstrap it and then put the strap on cleanly and nice and match it up so that way it, it you really get a good snug on there. Anyways, when I started to pull it out, it bit me. You know, when you're the, the, the ratchet itself bit me, pulled a piece of my palm in there and, and took a nice little chunk off. And I'm sitting here staring at it going, when it happened, I didn't, you know, you just, I pulled my hand away and wasn't thinking nothing of it. And I'm over there and I'm touching the other strap and I'm pulling stuff on the other side. And then it just hit me like everything's red. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on here? What's red? And then I look at my hand, I'm like, oh, Jesus. It, it, it's... Uh, and I don't know if it's because my brain was tired. I mean, I felt the sting, but you know, 
some things they just pinch your hand. It hurts like hell. I mean, you ever had your fan, finger slammed in a door? Doesn't have to break for it to hurt. Okay, you're jumping around screaming like bloody hell, like somebody just got murdered. Okay, because your finger hurts. Stub a toe, same thing. I mean, I'm the biggest baby when it comes to stubbing my toe. My God, you want to see a big 400 pound man jumping around like a baby, like a little girl? Let me stub a toe. I don't know. I have a uncanny ability. I don't. I. Me stubbing toes is an art form. Okay, I can't just stub it and you know, oh, that hurt. No, it's like every time I stub it, I gotta hit it so hard, and then I am just flying. I hear it snap, and I'm jumping all over the place. My God, it, 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 the sad thing is, being being a a baby orca. I can't jump and dive on the bed because if I do, then the bed's going to collapse. And you might as well have a camera ready because let me tell you what, I'm going to be an internet sensation seeing my big ass jump up and down and laying on the bed and the whole bed does a pancake on the floor. But man, you want to talk about a baby when it comes to that. But my hands, on the other hand, I could maybe because I work with them, I cut them and nick them and, and, and bang them up and smash them. And, and it's more like, ow, for a second. And then I just keep on moving. But boy, my toes, I'm just a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a little girl. I'm a big fat girl. When it comes to my toes, I'm just like a big gigantic fat girl like Lizzo. I just look like Lizzo except I'm white. Just big fat white Lizzo <laughs> stubbing my toe and jumping around like an idiot. Hell yeah. <sighs> but your, my hands, I do all right. My hands are pretty dry and crusty and man hands. If you're a hard worker and you've worked hard your whole life, believe me, you know where I'm at. Like right now, I, the person I'm thinking about is my buddy Drew. My buddy Drew is a farmer his whole life. I'm sure me and Drew's hands look probably about the same. They are just uh, pretty much destroyed. His are probably worse than mine, to be honest with you, because he, not only because he's a farmer and I know he's working harder than I am, but uh, since he's a little older than I am, his hands have been beat up a little bit longer than mine. I'm sure I'll get there one day. <laughs> Shout out to Drew, man. Poor brother Drew and his hands. Uh, anyways, uh, everybody have a beautiful weekend. I'm sorry if this episode was a little bit kind of all over the place. When I'm telling you tired, it's it's a, it's a uh, understatement for sure. Uh, but be blessed. Have a great weekend. If you stub your toe, just think about me jumping around uh, and flopping and pancaking in bed. It'll probably bring you a little bit of joy. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.